Good morning and welcome back to our small group resources. Today we're looking at the great chapter in Romans chapter 8. We're looking at verses 26 and 27. Let's dive in. Follow along with me. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. Paul, in verse 18, helps us put our suffering on this broken world in context when he says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Then he tells us that all creation is longing for, groaning. We too as believers are groaning, longing, and in in eager anticipation for what God or for God to set things right. We're anticipating this great day when Christ will come again and restore our physical bodies and restore this broken world. But until that great day, we suffer here. We all know that. We hurt here. We get cancer here. We lose loved ones here, some tragically. We're disappointed when a wayward child leaves or, 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 or a backstabbing partner does something inconceivable. We can go on and on. We all understand what we experience here on this earth. So what do we do when we are stuck and don't know what to do next? How, how do we pray when we're in the middle of something that is crushing us? Have you ever been there? Maybe you're there right now. And there's great encouragement for you and for us in our text today because God does not leave us to cope alone with the sufferings mentioned in the previous verses. Verse 26 says that the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. And that is really, really good news for us today. So let's break these two verses apart and then dive into our small group questions. First, verse 26, the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. How? Well, through intercession. The the, the Holy Spirit intercedes on our behalf. Amazing thought. We do not know what to pray for, so the Spirit intercedes. The groanings, I believe, are still our groanings mentioned previously, verses 22 and 23. And whatever they are and however they are expressed, we know that the Holy Spirit is praying for us to the Father when we don't know how to pray. The scripture says, when we, we don't know how to pray as we ought. And I think a part of this is, do we pray for deliverance from our suffering or strength to endure the suffering? Scottish theologian John Murray said the following, and I quote, the children of God have two divine intercessors. Christ is their intercessor in the court of heaven while the Holy Spirit is their intercessor in the theater of their own heart. Close quote. And we see this with the Holy Spirit in our text today. And in verse 34, fast forwarding, it says Christ Jesus is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. That's where Murray gets that that piece. Let's look at verse 27. I'm reminded of 1 John 5, 14 and 15. I'll read it. And this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked of him. And then 
Romans 8, 27, and he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. The Holy Spirit always prays in perfect accordance to God's will. Let me repeat that. The Holy Spirit always, 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 always prays in perfect accordance to God's will. Do you see that here? Why does the Holy Spirit always pray in perfect accordance with God's will? Well, because he's God. The Holy Spirit is a member of the Godhead. This is incredibly good news for Christians. When you're unsure how to pray or what to pray for in a situation, this verse is telling us that the Spirit is taking over at that point and praying on your behalf. The saints, that's you and me if you're a believer. The Spirit is praying on your behalf in perfect harmony with God's will. That is super encouraging. And this makes sense because next week, and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, we will be studying verse 28, which says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God. We could say for those works together for the good of the saints and are called according to his purpose for them. Joseph, you remember Joseph? The story is found in Genesis. Joseph knew this to be true. His brothers were about to kill him, but decided they, they, they got a, a sweet spot in their heart when one of the brothers said, you know, let's don't kill him. Let's, let's get paid instead. And they sold him into slavery. And you likely remember the story. After many ups and downs, including jail for years, Joseph becomes the second most powerful and influential man behind Pharaoh in the world. And because of this position, his family is saved from starvation and God preserved the line of Christ through this family. Now that's the fast version. After Israel, Joseph and his brother's father dies, the brothers get scared because they now know that the patriarch is dead. And Joseph would assuredly enact revenge on them, right? But what did Joseph tell them in Genesis chapter 50 verse 20? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God, God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. Jesus taught his disciples and us how to pray in Matthew 6, 10. Part of the prayer is found there. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus in pure agony about to suffer more than you and I could ever imagine on the cross, prayed this prayer twice in the garden of Gethsemane. First, he said in Matthew 26, verse 39, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And then after finding his disciples asleep and softly rebuking them, he goes back to pray. And in verse 42, he says again for the second time, he said, my father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. Praise to be to God that our Savior Jesus Christ set the example and yielded to the Father's will and drank the cup of suffering that we deserved, paying that penalty, our penalty for our sin or paying the penalty for our sin. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. I pray we will be comforted today, knowing that when we do not know what to pray for, 
that the Holy Spirit is praying in perfect accordance with God's will on our behalf. And the outcome, no matter what it is, is for our good and his glory. Talk to you next time.